Welcome to the podcast for Gateway Baptist Church. You're listening to a message from our Logan campus. Find us at gatewaybaptist.com.au if you'd like to connect with us as we seek to change lives by following Jesus in our community, our nation and our world. Hey, this morning, before we jump into everything, I, uh, I've got a, an extra special thing. You know, we, we've, you know, as you look around the building, as you walked in, I thought this morning we're walking into Valentine's Day. And so I thought, you know what, on, on Valentine's, you know, not really Valentine's Day, but it kind of looks like that day. Uh, I have a very exciting thing to announce that Steph and Rach have got engaged. Do you guys want to stand so we can clap and cheer? And we did all these red balloons just for the two of you, just, you know. Hey, congratulations, guys. So excited for the both of you as you walk into your next season together. Hey, uh, I hope you're ready. We've had an incredible day so far. We're going to have an amazing time as we look into God's Word this morning. And then as you walked in, we saw a whole lot of crazy stuff outside and there's more to come. There's a coffee caravan coming, which I'm especially excited about. And I know many of you are especially excited about. And there's jumping castles. Now, just to let you know, there's a really big one just here. And then there's a little one for little kids up that side as well after the service. But I promise that our kids... So we're at 9.42. I said that we would be done by... I said I'd try and keep it at 20 minutes. So that's my uh, physical challenge for this morning. In fact, I think there's Sue and Bingo for those who came in this morning, just to keep everyone on their toes. Hey, but happy Thanksgiving Day. Happy Thanksgiving Day. This is one of the reasons why I love our church. It's actually one of the reasons why Shadi and I decided to make Gateway our home before we ever came on staff. Because I love the fact that our church is passionate about Jesus, but we're also passionate about people. And we actually want to do... do we want, to, we want to tell people about Jesus, but we also want to show the love of Jesus in really practical, tangible ways, and we want to show our community that love. And so that's what today is all about. But on today, I've titled my message this, What's in Your Hand? So I don't know if you've known, I mean, just look at your hands for a second. Look at your neighbor's hands for a second. You know, hands come in all sorts of sizes and shapes and colors. I mean, some are young and fresh like this one. You know, some are old and wrinkly and don't fall to the person next to you. Uh, you know, some have long, pretty nails. Some are hairy and some have the, their fingernails bit. And I'm not going to ask any questions about how those people may be just like me, recovering, but you know, nail biting, you know, alcoholic. Anyway, and so all of our hands come in different shapes and sizes. And what we do with our hands looks differently too. But there was one thing that happened to all of us as we walked in this morning. One commonality around so many hands around this building. And that was when we walked in our, when we walked in the doors of this building, regardless of where you got hairy hands, non-hairy hands, they're old and wrinkly, they're young and fresh, whatever they might be, they were carrying a red bag. See, if you've never been to one of these days before, today is a day where we celebrate more than just red bags and a carnival afterwards, but we give thanks to God for all that he's done in our lives, all that he's done through our church. It's a day where we celebrate what God has done and we look forward to realizing that every single one of us will make a difference in someone else's life. See, it all started back in 2004. 
It started with a church who began collecting bags so that they could put it in the hands of some people who were going through tough situations. In 2020, our church gave away over 2,200 red bags full of groceries into people's hands, into people's lives in moments of need. As a campus, our Logan campus gave away over 550 red bags full of groceries to people in our community. And the lives changed. People's hope restored. But as a result, the care centers across all of our gateway campuses are looking very empty and very bare because of the quantity of food that's come out through our church. And so that's why today is really important. And if you're any, but if you're anything like me, it's really easy to look at the needs around our world. It's really easy to look around the needs around our community and, and really see these needs and go, you know what, what little, what's the little bit that's in my hand, can that really make a difference? I mean, all we have to do is flick on the news, watch it, and realize there's so many needs in our world. And what difference can the little bit that I've got, how can that really honestly make a difference whatsoever? I mean, are you like me? When you look at it and then you look at your hand and you go, you know what? My hands aren't that big and what I can give isn't that seemingly significant. So what we're going to do this morning is we're going, to, we're going to look at a variety of different people throughout the Bible who had things in their hands. First one we're going to look at this morning is a lady by the name of Eve. And in her hand, she held an apple. And then there was a guy by the name of Noah. Well, Noah, in his hand, he had a hammer. And then there was a, another guy in the Bible. His, his name was David, and he had a slingshot. And then there was a, a, another lady in the Bible, and I've got the order, out of the wrong order. In the Bible, and she, in her hand was a bucket. And then there was, a, there was two guys, their names were Peter and, uh, we get it right, yeah, Peter and James, and they had a fishing, fishing nets. These are fishing net stockings. It's all we could find, church. We're in a budget freezer, right? This is, so they had it, they had fishing nets. Not quite fishing net stockings. And then there was a crowd of men. And in their hands, there were some rocks. And then there was a little boy. And in his hand was his lunch. Some coals, tuna, and some rolls. And then there was another woman. And in her hand was a couple of coins. And then there was another man in his in his hand was a sword. Probably wasn't a sword like this, <laughs> but it would be cool to have a sword like this. See, all of these people had things in their hands, and none of them seemed that significant. None of them seemed, you know, the items that were in their hands didn't seem that significant. And, and to be honest, let's be honest, they don't seem that amazing and that impressive. But I want to say to us this morning that God is passionate about what we do with what's in our hands. I want to say to us this morning that God is passionate about what we do with what's in our hands because what we do with our hands reveals what's in our hearts. What we do with our hands reveals what's in our hearts. Let me show you this as... I retell these 
stories from these people in the Bible once again. As we look at what's in the hands reveals what's in their hearts. See, you remember Eve. Eve who had an apple. And, and, and what was in her heart was selfishness. And because of her selfishness and because of the apple, sin entered the world and the world has been forever changed. Noah, Noah had a, had a hammer in his hand. But in his heart was a faith in his God. And because of the faith in his God and because of the hammer in his hand, he built an ark and saved humanity. Moses, I forgot to actually mention this one before, Moses had a staff. And because of the staff that was in his hand, because he threw it on the ground and it turned into a snake. Like just a quick, quick, quick survey. Who would pick up the snake? Who would run from the snake? All right, mostly running is no picking up, you know. So because of the staff that was in his hands, in his heart was a trust in his God. And he helped set the nation of Israel, God's people free to enter the promised land again and to dream again and realize that God was with them still. David had a slingshot in his hand. But in his heart was a confidence in his God that he knew he could overcome the giants no matter how big and hairy and scary they seemed to be. And because of the confidence in his God and the slingshot in his hand, he killed Goliath and helped beat the Philistine army. The woman at the well who had the bucket in her hand in her heart was fear and shame and guilt because of her past and because of what she had done. But then Jesus showed her unconditional love, acceptance, and changed her life and her whole city. Peter and James, who had the fishnet stockings, though they had fishing nets, close enough. In their hearts was intrigue. In their hearts was obedience to call when Jesus called them to follow him. And because of the nets that were in their hand, because they were obedient to the call of God, God used them to plant a church and tell the world about him. Because of the, the crowd, there was the crowd with the rocks in their hands. And in their hearts was hatred and anger for the woman and, the, and for Jesus. But Jesus brought hope. Jesus brought forgiveness. And Jesus brought restoration to the woman. The little boy who had his can of tuna and his rolls for his play lunch. In his heart... He heard a need and thought, you know what, maybe, just maybe, I can be part of making a difference. And Jesus did a miracle through that young boy and fed 5,000 people. The woman who had a couple of coins... In her heart was a desperation for God, a willingness to give everything she had for this God that she loved so passionately. And it resulted in it said, and it caught the attention of Jesus in an enormous big crowd with people everywhere. It caught the attention of Jesus because she gave her last couple of cents that she had. And then Peter. 
Peter had a sword in his hand. And in the Garden of Gethsemane, the night before Jesus was, was crucified, he sliced off the ear of the Roman centurion. See, in his heart, he didn't trust that God had it in control. But in a few days to come, he realized that God had it all in control. See, while we can look at times, church, I don't know about you, but we can, we can look at what's in our hands at times and we can look at the needs in our community and we can realize and think, you know what, can the little bit that is in my hands really make that much difference? Can really five little loaves, five little buns, my play lunch, can that really make a difference? I mean, it's not that significant. It's not that amazing. It's not, it's not Instagram and Facebook photograph worthy, is it? You know, we look at what's in a hand and we think, you know what, does it really, can it really make a difference? What I want to say to you, it's not about what is or isn't in your hands, but it's what Jesus wants to do in our hearts and then through our hands that makes a difference. Because he knows that what we do with our hands reveals what's in our hearts. Because being generous to the broken is at the center of God's I want to read a couple of verses out of Isaiah this morning. And it says this, Isaiah 58. This is the kind of fast day I'm looking, I'm after. To break the chains of the injustice, to get rid of exploitation in the workplace, to free the oppressed, to cancel debt. What I'm interested in is seeing you do this. Is it, sorry, seeing you do is sharing your food with the hungry. Inviting the homeless poor into your homes. Putting clothes on the shivering ill-clad. Being available to your own families. Get this, ready? Do this and the lights will turn on. And your lives will turn around at once. Your righteousness will pave your way and the, and, and the God of glory will secure your passage. When you, when you pray, God will answer. You'll call out for help. And all say, here I am. Church, what a powerful and what a challenging passage that is. See, we could sum it up with simply saying this. What we do with our hands reveals what's in our hearts. What we do with our hands reveals what's in our hearts. You see, just a few moments ago, we looked at a bunch of people who had things in their hands. Nothing of them were overly significant. What was in their hands wasn't that powerful, wasn't that amazing. None of us suck air corporately when, when we kind of pull out a couple of two cents. You know, no one, we don't all kind of stand in amazement with a couple of rocks in a hand. You know, we don't, we don't stand in amazement with a, with a stick or a staff or, or anything else. See, Times haven't changed. And just like them, we can all feel like what's in our hands isn't really that significant. And if we're honest with ourselves, we can also sit there and go, you know what, God, I don't think that what's in my hand is very useful to you, let alone anyone else. You know, we can easily sit there and go, you know what, what's in my hands really isn't going to be of help for anybody else. See, there's a common thread throughout these different Bible characters. And it was this. They gave their ordinary 
to an extraordinary God. See, they gave just their plain, ordinary things that weren't that amazing, weren't that impressive, weren't that significant, and they put those ordinary, plain things in the hands of an extraordinary God, and he did something with them. See, as a church, we're called to bring the message of Jesus to a broken world, to help put food on tables, to help put clothing on people, to help put resources in homes, and to stand with them in the midst of their struggles and their pains and their anxieties and their worries and their relational messes. So today, today we come together, and today we come together and we, we put our tea bags and we put our Vegemite and we put our our jars or tins of pasta and we, we put our baked beans because that's also very important. You know, we, we put our tins of vegetables and tins of spaghetti and we, we put our UHT milk and we put our pasta and we, we put our Oreos because they're always extra exciting. Uh, we put our soup. We put our tuna. And we put our bags of rice in the hands of God. And we say, God, use these things. Use these things to make a difference in someone else's life. But what difference can one bag of food really make? I want to tell you a story, church. I want to tell you a, a story about a family Six weeks ago, I walked through the doors of this building. A couple of years ago, they migrated out from India. And Abby and Paul and there's two super cute, ridiculously cute little kids. Like they've got the, the super most cute little kids. I know we've all got kids and we're all biased, but they are super cute little kids. Six weeks ago, they walked in here for the very first time. I was chatting with them after the service. We grabbed a cup of coffee and I said, can you tell me a story? It's so great to meet you. They began to tell their story of what's been happening in their life. Paul, who's just a young dad, they're just a really young married couple with two very, very little kids. 22-month-old and a four-month-old, I think they are. And he said to me, he said, I've got blood cancer. Church, you know those moments when you look at what's in your hand and you really go, what difference can that make? You know, what do I say now? What do I do now? So I said, how can we help? And they shared some things. And so during the week, I organized to get a bunch of red bags delivered to the house. And then a young guy from our church came and spent three or four hours putting some Ikea furniture together. And that in itself is a miracle because it was a young guy, but mostly because it was Ikea-packed furniture that worked. <laughs> he called me on the way home and he said, I've just had the privilege of meeting your remarkable family. And I want to read to you a little bit of the email. 
that I received this week from Abby and Paul. Hi, Pastor. We're living through some of the most challenging times in our lives. And at this time, Gateway Baptist has come forward and has given us some red bags. These have made such a huge difference in our lives. See, we don't have to worry about what we're going to eat. What a blessing. It means so much to us. Gateway, thank you for your red bags. We're also grateful to the church for the love and the support and the lots of prayers. We've met some great people and we've started making good friends at church. And we feel a sense of belonging and togetherness in the church. Much love and prayers. Abby and Paul. See, church, I'm two minutes over time. It's easy to sit and go, you know what, what difference can one red bag make? What difference can what's in my hand really make? That's how much difference that made for that family. Because of your generosity, we're able to help feed that family. And we're continuing on the journey with that family to help and support them. You see, I reckon as a church, we've begun to realize, but we need to realize even more, that what we do with our hands reveals what's in our hearts. And that's why today matters so much. That's why, because of people like Abby and Paul and people like Peter and people like so many incredible, marvelous, wonderful, amazing people who are in our church, but many of which will have never been to our church yet. That's why today matters. Because the little that we give in our hands will go to stock the shelves of our care centers so that we can give out thousands of red bags full of groceries in the next 12 months. And we do it because being generous to the broken is at the center of God's heart. Because of this, because there was another person in the Bible that had something in his hands. There was another person in the Bible that had something in his hands and it, and it wasn't, try to find it, it wasn't an apple. Where did my apple go? Was it an apple? It wasn't a slingshot. It wasn't a hammer. It wasn't where my fishnet stockings go. It wasn't a rock. But it was a nail. Jesus had nails. And driven through his hands into a wooden cross. And there he hung. And there he died. With nails in his hands. And John 3.16 records this. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. That whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world. But to save the world through him. Through his son. You see, Jesus knew 
that what he did with his hands revealed what was in his heart. See, Jesus knew better than we will ever know the power of what what was nailed through his hands, what he held in his hands, revealed what was in his hearts for us. Church, that's why we do what we do today. Not to glorify Gateway or anything else, but to tell the world that there is someone who loves you more than you will ever imagine. There's someone who's going to plan a purpose for your life more than you can ever believe. And that he, that, that he loves you so much that he would make the ultimate sacrifice. That he would choose the nail. In fact, he would choose you over the nail. That, that as he hung on the cross with nails in his hands, he hung there with unconditional love, grace, forgiveness, compassion, acceptance. Because that was what was in his heart. He chose the nails in his hands to save the world. Recently I heard a quote and it said this, God uses small things to accomplish his big plans. See, God uses small things to accomplish big plans. He uses small things to accomplish big plans. He uses small things to accomplish big plans. See, God uses small things to accomplish big plans. He uses small things to accomplish big plans. These are small things to accomplish big plans. See, God uses small things to accomplish His big plans. See, God uses small, insignificant, not that amazing, not that worthy, small things to accomplish His big plans. We hope you've been blessed by this message. We are a growing family and we'd love to see you at one of our Sunday services because everyone who comes through our doors is welcome. You can find out more about our community and locations at gatewaybaptist.com.au.